We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, everybody out there in IB Nation? I'm Vince D'Addario. That guy is Brian Driscoll. And we're back for another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It is the it is the big show. It's the big show. It's Tuesday. It's a new month. And last time I checked, Brian, Notre Dame plays a football game this month. Yeah, so man. I'm pretty it's fired crazy. up about it. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy that we're there right now. So, but yep. uh, no doubt about it. And I will say that uh, you know there was an open practice this morning, and we had a chance to to see a few things. And if you're on the board, then you already have your uh, first breakdown of kind of the things that we saw. We're not really going to get into that a whole lot in this show, in particular. Sean and I uh, we're, are going yeah. to talk about that tonight in IB Nation Sports Talk. Uh, but again, if you're a mess, if you're a member of the message board, board.irishbreakdown.com, then you're going to have a lot of that information already going into the show. So, you know, make sure that uh, you take a look because there's some good stuff in there. And it was Brandon's asking how open was it? It was the first five periods. Um, we Same don't get another, as, yeah. yeah. We're we only going to get one more of those for yeah. until next week. So actually we yep. have from today. So, yeah, um, and we've only got one. We've only yeah. got one more of those yep. practices. So, yep, exactly. So. But today we're gonna kind of spin a little thing here, and it's August first, and August first is a big deal because it is the first time that any school, Notre Dame included, can officially contact, offer all of those different things, right? Uh, the class of twenty-five, and so we figured, well, it's the first day of August. Let's talk about the class of twenty-five because the class of twenty-four, for the most part. Pretty much has a bow on it. There's a couple of little things here and there that could transpire, you know, at, at the very least one more, um, you know, one more commitment that is going to be made either for Notre Dame or elsewhere uh, with Gerby Lambert, whenever that takes place. And there's a couple of flip opportunities, obviously, in the 24 class. But, you know, we're going to kind of spin this thing forward and and talk about the 25 class and everything that kind of goes along with the 25 class and what they're looking to do and where they stand. There's a couple commitments, obviously, 
already in the 25 class. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is wild, Vince, when you look at yeah. 2025 recruiting, man. It's just, it's crazy how it's sped yeah. up. You know, when I first started yeah. following recruiting, man, it's like you didn't really find out who you were going to get till like August. I mean, I mean, excuse me, till like December, December, and January, had, and February. Because it was the yeah. big, they would have the big uh, banquet and that was yeah. like the big recruiting weekend. And yeah. it was pretty much a sprint to the finish line yeah. of signing day, which was in February. Yeah. And then I just would remember, you know, you, you then when start, I remember when like Brad Carrico committed to like before his senior year and you're like, wow, that's really early, you yeah. know? And yeah, it's sped up now to where Notre Dame is basically already moving on to the rising junior class because they're pretty much almost done in the 2024 yeah. class outside of a couple guys so it really is kind of wild how this whole thing has gone down vince it it is just um it is yeah yeah it's it's been wild but, yeah, i mean they've uh, already got a couple commitments in the class of 25 and you know there could be you know they had just had the big grill and chill which was primarily 25 kids obviously and and you know, Ryan and I talked yesterday about what a great event that was for Notre Dame, especially in comparison to other programs with lousy mm-hmm. food. And uh, and so it was it was a great event. Yeah. A lot of guys came out of there with a lot of good things to say about Notre Dame, which is fantastic. And so Notre Dame is right in the thick of the 25 class, which yeah. is which is wild. It's absolutely excuse me, so, wild to me. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about today, Vince. Did you do the little tease yeah. while I was trying to figure out what was going uh, on? No, I did not. Okay. Give that. We, we, tease, we but... may we may have a vet a visitor today. We yes. have a special guest on the show today. We like special guests. You yeah, know, they happen do. to stop by every now and again. It's like Mr. Rogers neighborhood. You know, yeah. you never know when the doorbell is going to ring. Go yeah. answer it. You know, so. We'll so that's all. when you look at the 2025 class, there's, there's a lot of reasons why it's important that they're able to get an early start. Obviously, 
every year. It's just better to get on kids early if you're oh, Notre yeah. Dame, especially kids from out of your region. Notre Dame's been just, burned in the past by right. not getting on certain kids early enough, and right. they've had to make up a lot of ground. Well, that it's not really the case this time right. around. Like they're in on, yeah, they're in it, on a it, lot it of really kids. hasn't since Marcus Freeman and Chad Bowden showed up. Really, I mean that's just been a thing. I mean that first twenty two class was impossible to get a head start because they sure. didn't get hired till you know January basically, right. when Marcus Freeman was hired as the defensive coordinator, and then of course he brought Chad Bowden with him which was um, you know, a big deal for Notre Dame at the time, and, and it's paid off incredibly well for them so oh, far yeah. from a recruiting standpoint. But you know, ever since he's been head coach, especially, they've really done a great job of getting a head start on, on yeah. these kids. So now they fast forward to 2025. The other part of it, too, is 2025 is an absolutely loaded class and a lot of positions. And so you've also got to take advantage of that. So what we're going to discuss today is, is kind of looking at the 25 class. Obviously, we'll just quickly start off with what's already in the class. And then just kind of go over the needs. Now, we will talk about some individual players, but keep this in mind. They're rising juniors. Mm-hmm. There's probably a kid that's going to sign with Notre Dame that currently doesn't have an offer in the 25 class. It's just the way that it is, right? Yep. So when when people get in the – like somebody asked me on the board the other day, Vince, they're like, you know, who are the muskets in the 25 class? And I was like, you know, I don't really have a lot of – muskets right now because it's so early it's like i don't want to say 15 you know these 13 15 18 guys are muskets because the reality is there's going to be some other kids that pop up plus they're so deep at certain positions it's like well if you don't get that guy you can still get that guy and that Mm -hmm. guy and that guy and that guy and that guy you know what i mean it's just it's one of those things so i'll just kind of encourage people to not get so wrapped up into the whole gotta get this guy gotta get this guy gotta get this guy just yet there's a lot of talented players out there, and Notre Dame is going to be in the mix for a lot of those guys. They just have to close. Yep. And so part of setting the, the tone for this conversation is also saying, okay, well, what, what is what are the priorities? Sure. And we're gonna we're gonna figure all that out. So it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun ride, man. There's it is no doubt. Be a and of fun course, ride. you know, they gotta finish up 24, but that that list is pretty, pretty small. So we're uh we're just ready starting, to rock and roll, man. And I start I think, on the offensive side. Yeah, I mean, obviously it. you've got a commitment already from Nate Roberts, who's which is a big time commitment. You've got, in my opinion, the best tight end I've seen on film so far. There's a couple kids that have maybe higher ceilings, but I don't know that I don't believe that they have higher ups, like they don't have higher floors. And right now they're not better players than what Nate Roberts is. I think he's a, a big time prospect, certainly a great way to kick off your offensive class. And when you look at what the needs are, Vince. It I mean it always starts a quarterback, no matter what you've signed in the past, right? I mean that's kind of the the foundation of a of a strong class is you've got to be able to go out and put it get a big time quarterback, and it, it's sure. very interesting that Notre Dame is is sort of established who that guy is for them so early, and of mm-hmm. course that's Deuce Knight from Mississippi, soon to be from. Lipscomb Academy in Tennessee. He's going to so, be transferring. Let me ask you this question. We, we've talked a lot about every time I've, I've talked with Ryan on the recruiting show, you know, he talks about they, you know, Notre Dame hasn't gotten a Mississippi kid since the mid nineties. Well, all that's that. it, it. I believe it's a quarter. He, he spoke incorrectly. Uh, oh, he, 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 I think he meant quarterback. Okay. Since the nineties. Cause they okay. got Caleb offered in 2020. Gotcha. From Mississippi. Okay. okay. And he just left out, I believe, the quarterback part. Got okay, gotcha. So, yeah. but does this mean if, if they end up getting Deuce Knight, is he still, He's still a Mississippi, from Mississippi kid? Okay. All right. I just want to clarify. Like you know, a, to me, it's like a kid that's an IMG. IMG, yeah. I agree. Like, okay, he goes to a private school that's for football and in, in in Florida, but he's still a you know, Robert Hainsey wasn't a Florida kid. Right. 
right? He's a Pittsburgh kid that just went to IMG. Right. So yeah, I still count him as a Mississippi kid. That's that's up for debate. But like Deuce Knight's a big one. And you know, I know people on the board last night were kind of, oh my gosh, did you see the this, that, and the other thing that was done today? Look, Ryan put something on the board right after Deuce's visit at Notre Dame did a tremendous job and made themselves the, the team to beat now for him. We're going to see how this one plays out. Look, sure. Look, if Deuce Knight tomorrow said, Hey, I'm committing Notre Dame, this baby's not over. Right. If he said yeah. tomorrow he's committing to Tennessee, this baby's not over. Right. I mean, he is an elite quarterback that people are going to want. He's also an, an outstanding student. He's a great kid. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people like Deuce Knight. So uh, Notre Dame is is in a very strong position. It's just got to close it out. And obviously, as I know, Ryan talked about this yesterday. Gino Gadulli's done a great job on that recruitment. But I mean, that's the thing. There is is if you can get a part of the reason I think they're focusing on Deuce now is because number one, the quarterbacks in this class are so talented that you kind of have to declare who's your guy. Sure, you can't just keep trying to recruit him and George McIntyre and KJ Lacey and Bryce Underwood and this guy and this guy and this guy and, this guy and Antoine Hill. And then just see hope who who likes you best. They had to find the guy that was the the that they liked of uh, that top guys and say who who do we like, but who's the best fit for us? And Notre Dame staff decided early that that was Deuce Knight. So yes, he's an elite talent like the other players, but he's the guy that's the best fit. And then the other reason you you push hard for him is because if you can kick your class off with an elite quarterback, it can work wonders. Exhibit mm. A. 2024 with CJ Carr. CJ Carr, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you know, having CJ at no, in this class has been huge for Notre Dame. It's why you've got a great run. It's it, it's not why. It's part of the reason sure, why sure. you have a great running back class, uh, uh, an outstanding receiver class, and a pretty darn good tight end in the class, despite the fact Notre Dame's offense last year was mediocre at best. You know, but hey, it's not going to be mediocre when he gets there, right? right. And that's kind of the way that, that top players view top quarterbacks and so deuce is certainly that type of player and can be that type of kick the class off type of guy for notre dame and that's why they're focusing on him yeah no doubt about it and and you know cj Carr also made himself very available coming into on campus when big time recruits were here and so the the location of his hometown was obviously very beneficial to notre dame as well but he was look he he was one of the lead recruiters right i mean and, and not just being in person but all of the above. And that's what having an elite quarterback can do for you, especially when they're one of the first ones in the class. Right. And if they can nail down Deuce Knight, they would it'd be a very similar situation. I, from what I can gather by talking to Ryan, I mean, his personality and everything meshes with the fact that he would probably do the same thing. And elite quarterbacks, for the most part, sure, that's why they get into the class early because right. they don't want to be a part of a class that isn't an elite class. They want right. to build this thing up and they're, and they know that having an elite quarterback is what springboards the whole thing. So right. these guys aren't foolish. They know what's up. Right. They know what the timeline is, all of those things. And that's kind of where this thing's playing out right now. Right. And, and of course, if you get a big-time quarterback, you have a shot at getting some a big-time receiver class. Absolutely. And that's kind of where we'll move to next, obviously, with this, this whole situation. When you look at Notre Dame, very talented group of pass catchers on the board so far. It, receiver, from what I can tell so far, Ryan, offense is it's a good receiver class. It hasn't quite shown me that it's it's as deep as maybe some recent classes because receiver's been kind of a loaded position for several years. I like the top so far. 
there's some depth that I need to establish. And, and some of the guys at the top aren't necessarily like the same level of some guys that I've seen in recent years, but there's still some really good players. And then one of the elite players, in my opinion, well, two of the elite players so far in the class, Ryan Williams and Jamie French have already committed to Alabama. So that's two guys off the board. Jamie French visited Notre Dame a couple times. There's some other really talented players on the board. I expect it to expand a little bit. Obviously, you've got Taylor Taylor. When you when you do ask me about muskets, Vince, it starts right there. Like I don't have a very long list of musket guys. I think sure. I provided four the other day in the in the message board post that asked me about that. I'd probably okay. add a couple more now that I've thought about it. Yeah, uh, including Deuce Knight. But you know, Taylor Taylor's one because he's an elite receiver and he's in your backyard. He's in a high academic kid. He literally fits all, checks all the boxes that you're looking for in, in a big time player. And you can't lose a guy like that in your backyard. It's going to be a dogfight. Ohio State's going to be in it. Michigan's going to be in it. All the top programs are going to be in it. Yeah, That's one that you're going to have to win. And it's a long way from being over, right? Long way from being over. But you've got other guys on the board. Dalen McCutcheon from Texas has been on campus. Derek Meadows from Nevada. He's a very intriguing player, Vince. He's 6'5". He ran a 4'5 flat at Notre Dame's camp this summer. 4'5 flat electronically. But he needs to work on his hands and he's very raw but there's man you just can't teach the six five jump out of a gym running a four five i mean you just you just can't and so he's another very intriguing player on the board there's a lot of guys like that so far vince that are like those maybe toolsy not so much sure. polished right now like i know a lot of people love like caden cunningham who's a really good player or is it uh caleb cunningham excuse me caden cunningham Cade cunningham's the basketball player Caleb Cunningham is like 6'5", kind of fast, but he's really raw, but just a lot of tools. He's not an elite player sure. yet, but he's got elite tools. And these guys are just finishing their sophomore year, right. though. So, like, right. there's, there's a lot of time to develop That's those, the challenge of, yeah, the, of recruiting sophomores, yeah. Yep, yep, absolutely. Because you, you're basically recruiting tools right now. And and there might be a, a unicorn out there that is really polished in their route running and all of that coming out of their sophomore year. But I would say – that's not the rule. You know what I mean? That that That's more the exception than the rule. And so you kind of got to get on guys that have the tools and you got to see where that goes. And that's why, that's why they have to get involved with all of these guys so early because right. you just never know when those tools are going to develop and they're going to start polishing and all of that. And, right. and, when, and if that doesn't happen, you know what I mean? And so, so it's going to be interesting to see how these guys develop. And when you look at the needs for the receiver class, I think another minimum three-man class is needed, in my opinion. And you could sure. potentially get to four if it's the right players, Vince. I, I do think that, you know, obviously one quarterback is the need. Um, three receivers minimum is the need. There's some intriguing players on there. Obviously, Cooper Perry from Arizona. We've talked about Taylor Taylor. Quincy Porter's another one that I've got my eye on. A kid from Bergen Catholic in New Jersey who's 6'4", fast. Another very talented player to look at. So there's certain Jerome Bettis Jr. is on the board. Sure. I'm very curious to see his junior season film, uh, you know, see what kind of jump he makes. I know he's had a growth spurt this offseason, okay. and, and there's a lot of people saying he's a lot more athletic now. I just need to see it on film, right? But a lot of tools there. And, and tight end's another one that's, that's a really strong class. You've already got a good one. Now their name has to decide, do we want a second one? I believe that they do. Obviously, James Flanagan was on campus this weekend. Yeah, he did a the way great they're job recruiting there. James Flanagan, I feel like yeah, they're they want a number two. But the you question would I mean? be: Is do they want a number two because it's a former player's kid, or because you want a number two? And I think that 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 question was answered when Carter Nelson, like that question, was made somewhat moot when Carter Nelson picked 
Nebraska. Because I think you weren't going to take two in back-to-back years. Okay. So the question was, do you take two in 24 and then one in 25? You know, wh- where gotcha. are you at? Well, once you missed on Carter Nelson, I think it, it made it easier to, to, to bring in two numbers-wise. And then then now it, it's no longer about, well, that's a, an alums kid. Now it's just about we now want and need right. a second tight end. So I think that's kind of answered itself here recently. Makes uh, sense. And James Flanagan being that guy who's a top 150 caliber player already. There's some other guys on the board that like Notre Dame a lot that I think they've kind of said, hey, you know, we like other guys better. Offensive line is another interesting one, Vince, because part of this is going to be dependent on do you close with Gearby Lambert or not? I mean, we, we think that they're going to close with Gearby Lambert, but at the end of the day, he hasn't yeah. made a decision yet. And until he makes a decision, it's still, sure. let's, let's find out. No, that makes a lot of sense. And that's going to be an interesting piece of it. And then also what type, we're going to learn a lot about what type of offensive lineman Joe Rudolph is going after. Because right now sure. when you look at the board, outside of Josh Petty, it's it's um well, yeah, there's a couple guys you can make that case for. It just it's an interesting group. There's some big massive maulers and then there's some athletic kids that are on it too. And so which ones do he which ones does he prefer or does he like a blend of it? That's going to be an interesting part, too. The good news is is they're already in great shape with some very talented 25 offensive linemen. Obviously, Owen Strebig, big-time player. I know Ryan broke him down yesterday. Uh, Rowan Byrne from New York. Uh, you've got Ma- uh, Matty Augustine they're in a good position with. Avery Gack. They've, they've done well there. I really hope they're able to get Josh Petty on campus. I really like that kid a lot. He, he's a very talented player from Georgia. But do you go to four? Do you go to five? Yeah, I think that's going to be determined by what Gearby Lambert does. I'm not saying I know when you ever say something like that, people are like, oh my gosh, are you now worried about Gearby? No, I'm not. But so far, he hasn't committed yet, and until he does, we have to talk like he hasn't. Right, exactly. And so far, he hasn't committed. So if he does commit, I think you're at a nice four per year, occasionally five if there's some departures, and and kind of go from there. So I think the needs there is is a little bit still of a work in progress. But I'll say this, Vince, they need to make sure the biggest need they have is they need one more year of really making sure you've taken care of tackle. Even if you get Gary Lambert, you need one more year to make sure you better get at least two guys that can flat out play tackle at the next level. Now that doesn't mean a guy can't play guard, can't move to guard, right? But he has to be able to play tackle. Quentin Nelson could have been a very good right tackle in college football. Sure. Very good right tackle. And so you you get a kid like that, you've met your tackle need, and then if the other guys step up and emerge and guards the fastest place to get them on the field, then you move them into, into guard. But they've got to be able to play tackle. That's going to be the big thing for me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Zach Martin played a pretty darn good tackle at Notre Dame, and then obviously at the next level, he's inside. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you just have to have – I personally like the way that Harry Heastan did things, and he would recruit a bunch of tackles who had the ability to play inside. You know what I mean? It just – it's not easier. That's not the word I'm looking for, but 
going from tackle to guard is is a is a better transition generally than going okay well we're recruiting him as a guard ah, now we need him at tackle like that's not usually the way that it goes you know what i mean and and now granted there are plenty of guys out there that would not do well inside that are tackle only i get that but i i i do like the strategy of bringing in tackle abilities tackle bodies and then moving them around as you need we'll see if joe rudolph does that if you know what it's going to look like because this is his first real recruiting class at Notre Dame. I mean, he came in in the middle of 24. It was pretty much already a done deal for the most part by the time he got in. And, you know, right. now we this is this is the first class that he's, you know, really had his hands it's on. getting and, on the ground floor, right, Vince? Exactly, I mean, like yes. the foundation was kind of already right. laid last year, and not just with Harry Heastan, but with others. I mean, O-line is you, – you've followed us a long time, Vince. O-line is one of those positions where the relationship is so important to kids yes. and it's long building and all those type mm-hmm. of things. And, you know, when you're in a situation where guys have kind of already decided, they've already built their relationships and established those things, it can be a little harder to, to close on those. And so far he's done a nice job. I mean, got Styles Prescott in the class, obviously Anthony Knapp's a kid that he had already established a relationship with at Virginia tech, sure, which helped him kind of get that one. Now you've got to show that you can get that done with Gearby Lambert and that's going to yeah. be the key. Yep. And, and yeah. so to me, Vince, when I, when I look at the offensive line, when it's one of those things where I've got to see Joe Rudolph really show that he can, he can consistently recruit at a high level. It's, and it's not that I don't think that he can, it's just one of those things where until a guy does it, Vince, mm-hmm. it's gotta be a question mark. I mean, it right. was a question mark that Chancey Stuckey could recruit at Notre Dame at a high level. Cause we hadn't seen him do it anywhere, much less at Notre Dame. You, we had to see that that Dylan McCullough could recruit at Notre Dame when he did it at, at Indiana or USC. It's a different animal. Absolutely. And you can believe that a guy can do it, but it's one thing to believe it. And it's another thing to, to say, okay, now he's proven it. Right. right. And that's the thing that we're, we're waiting to see with coach Rudolph is okay. We, we know you were able to recruit at a high, a relatively high level of Wisconsin, especially for being in Wisconsin. Can you do that in Notre Dame? And then also, what kind of evaluations does he make? That's another interesting thing is what what does he prioritize? I may look at film and say, man, I love this guy. I prioritize that guy. But then he's like, that's ah, not really my kind of guy. Right. I'm still learning. Yeah. I, 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 could, I could, for the most part, get a sense of whether or not Harry Heastan was going to like a kid, either by his okay. personality or by the style of play and the body type and things like that. Like, you know, Coach Heastan liked guys that were just blue collar, mm-hmm. right? Just show up sure. do your job. Oh, yeah. And... That's what made the Parker Boudreaux recruitment so funny. And and anyone that knows that recruitment knows that was a lot more about Brian Kelly than it was about Harry Heastan's desire to have Parker Boudreaux at Notre Dame. Well, he didn't you stick know, around but, very long. So. No, he didn't. It's not surprising. But he he likes those blue-collar guys. And, you know, we're going to find out what the likes are for Coach Rudolph. Thank you. Um, so that that's just something that we're going to learn about him as well. Absolutely. Yeah, that's – and that, and there what that's the intriguing part of of college coaches coming going and and doing those things and and what it looks like when they inherit kids and have to go recruit their own kids and you know recruiting and you've been a recruiting coordinator before Brian and and you know you put your personality into the kids you're recruiting I mean that's it's that's just human nature you know what I mean and, and you're going to want to recruit kids that are going to fit what you want to do personality wise play style wise like all of it and that's why the longer a guy's on staff and the longer you get to see kind of what he picks and chooses and what his likes and dislikes are, the more you kind of get to know a little bit more about that coach too. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and 
what he values, right? It's like we said when we're watching a guy coach. What are the first things out of his mouth? That's what he really, truly values. Okay, what kind of kids are they recruiting? That's the kind of kid that they value. And, you know, we get to see that a little bit more as time progresses. And we're going to see a lot of that with this class with Joe Rudolph because mm-hmm. this is the first class that he's had his hands on from the beginning. So let's it's going to be fun. Let's talk offense as a whole, Vince. Okay. And we talked about the needs, right? So you need a quarterback. You need a running back. You need a minimum three receivers. You need two tight ends, I think, and then four offensive linemen. Beyond that, here's why this offensive class is important 25. We talked about how loaded it is. And what's, what's really funny and, and, and ironic is that hmm. since Marcus Freeman arrived, the position that has been the most impactful, I would argue, I would say this, and some people might disagree with me, but I would say this. I believe that Notre Dame has actually recruited offensively better than defensively since Marcus Freeman has been hired as the head coach. As a whole, yes. Because if you think about some of the guys that Notre Dame landed in that, that 22 class and even the 23 class, Drake Bowen was committed to Notre Dame before Marcus Freeman became the head coach. Brennan Vernon was committed before Marcus Freeman became the head coach. There were some guys in the class that were already on board when Marcus Freeman was hired. So you don't really count those as guys that signed with him as the head coach. Now, if you want to talk about since he's been here, period, it's about even. But the reality is the offensive recruiting in in the past was often at times better than the defense. But there was always, it seemed every year, there just were holes. The thing that has impressed me about the 23 and 24 recruiting on the offensive side of the ball is that so far they just have not, they have just not missed from a number standpoint, you know, th- there's some positions that, you know, we'd like to have had this guy over this guy or, you know, that guy over the other guy. And, and you can always have those conversations, Vince. But w- when you, when you look at it, it was one of those things where it wasn't as, it wasn't a situation where you didn't get a good football player. Like we could, we could look at last year's receiver class and say, you know, some people might've preferred this guy over that guy. That's fine. Sure. That's fair. Those are totally fair conversations to have. But even, even then, we're looking at it and saying, you know, this was an outstanding receiver class. Yes, I would have liked to have had Cardinal Tate in it. Sure, yeah, Cardinal Tate's a heck of a football player. But you look at the, the group that they actually got. So take away the conversation of what would you have liked to have had and just look at what they what they landed. And it was a very balanced, talented, explosive class sure. with a big physical offensive line. We talked about this. You could literally put a starting 11 on the field right now from the 2023 recruiting class. I'm not saying you should or would. You have one quarterback, one running back, one tight end, three receivers, five offensive linemen that can fit into all five spots. 